check your blind spots. We all have them. I have them. You have them. Everybody has these blind spots in their minds, places that you can't see. They are hidden from you in your regular day. And it's only through the help of another person who can hold up a mirror and show you what you're thinking that you're able to check those blind spots. And it's a really important piece of self-awareness because you can notice what you're thinking, but there's this other level that you just can't access on your own. You need somebody else in your life, whether it's a coach like me or a good friend, a partner, a pastor, somebody who you trust, who you have a very healthy relationship with, who can hold up that mirror and show you what you're thinking. I decided that I wanted to share one of my blind spots with you today. I've asked some of you to come on the podcast. Some of you have shared your own coaching experiences here, and it takes incredible courage and vulnerability to be able to do that. And today I wanted to share with you one of my coaching sessions, me getting coached. And it's a really important one because sometimes you'll listen to my story and you'll see me through the lens of social media or the little bits and pieces you glean through our conversations and you'll think I've got it all figured out. And I want you to know I'm struggling. Not always, but some days it takes a lot of work to be able to do the little things. Some days I have to try really hard. I put a lot of effort into managing my mind. I live and breathe this stuff partly because I've got to. It's this fuel that keeps me going. It is the tools that keep me from going too far off in a direction I don't want to be. And so I thought it would be useful for you to hear me being coached and take what you will from it. It's a vulnerable piece. Um, I'll give you a little pre-cap. You know, my husband is still over in Zimbabwe. I'm here in Canada and I'm lonely, really lonely and sad. That lonely feeling can be very sad. And that feels scary to me that that emotion is vulnerable. And so I have noticed that I have been covering it up with a lot of panic and a lot of overwhelm and busyness. And even though I do a lot of things, praying, journaling, walking, lots of self-care stuff, I couldn't see that that was what I was doing. I couldn't see that I was using panic to avoid the feeling of lonely. And once my coach helped me to understand what was going on and feel that sadness and feel that loneliness, you know, I was avoiding it because it felt really uncomfortable, embarrassing, almost shameful. And when I let myself go there, I noticed that it is very bittersweet. Yes, it is deep and sad and 
hard, but there's this sweetness to it. There's this rich love to it. And I don't love it. It's not a fun emotion, but it's a necessary one. And as soon as I was able to let it be there and surrender to it, I was able to come through it and move to the other side. We talk a lot about emotions being like roller coasters. And sometimes that's true. You'll get on that emotional roller coaster. But a lot of times it's more like a Ferris wheel. And we'll we'll have the like positive emotions. They will kind of crest. And then we'll move into those sadder emotions and move down into the negative side and then come back out the other side. But a lot of times when we feel ourselves moving down again, we get really scared and we panic and we think that like, oh, no, we're going to drop off the bottom and we're never going to feel good again. And if we let ourselves feel those sadder feelings that like it's just going to bottom out and we don't get to come back around. But that's not true. And there's a tool that I like to remember that an emotion lasts about 90 seconds if you let it. So if you can let yourself slip all the way into that emotion for about 90 seconds, you'll notice that you'll come through it pretty quickly. And sometimes that's not very satisfying. Like, I finished this coaching call and towards the end, I was quite sad and I was letting that out. And um, so I got off the call and I planned to let myself have a good cry. And I got the tissues and I thought the thoughts that make me want to cry. And I did cry for about 90 seconds. And I was like, there's got to be more like, let it all out. I want to have a really good cry. But once I just allowed it, there wasn't that much there. Like sometimes we get really nervous about what's going to be under there, but it's, it's that fear of the unknown that keeps us from taking a look. And when we look, we discover it's really not as terrible as we imagined it would be. So this episode, the the recording that you're going to hear is with me, with my coach at the Life Coach School. I love Brooke Castillo. She is the founder of the Life Coach School, and this is one of her coaches coaching me. Um, and throughout this, you're going to hear me talking with my coach about the model, and she's going to refer to the model. That is the same as what I call the life code. I've borrowed her tool and kind of made it my own to reflect our Christian values and how we use the model to adopt the mind of Christ, and therefore I call it the life code. But it's it's pretty much the same concept either way. And so I hope you will hear this and find it useful. I would appreciate your love and prayers as I continue to love and appreciate you and pray for you and your journey. I pray that you will encourage me on mine as well, because we are all in this together. We are here for one another. I am here for you, and I know that you are here for me as well. And I thank you for your company on this journey. It makes the loneliness a little easier. So thank you. What are we coaching on today? Um, my exhausting thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I 
I'm finding myself just like wiped out this week. I feel like I think I've been making some progress in my business. I've got my 100K goal. I've had a lot kind of going on in the last couple of months um, with like moving from Africa to Canada and living in my mom's house and getting my kids off to school and kind of like revamping the business stuff, like podcast, 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 coaching, coaching, coaching. And like, there's a little bit of momentum, like the Facebook ads are kind of working for me and like things are going. And I am also noticing like all the urges to tap out in some way are like loud. And one of one in particular is um, like THC edibles, the little chocolates. Mm-hmm. And I uh, have, I have stopped smoking pot like nine, 10 years ago almost and didn't touch them at all. And then they weren't even around. It wasn't even an issue. Didn't want it. Didn't see it. It was all good. And then I moved to this town, which has like an enormous number of little shops, like ridiculous. And I was like, I really want that. And I resisted urges and white knuckled through urges for about two and a half weeks. And then I was like, you know what? It's all good. I'm just gonna, I've been working really hard and I justified it. And then I've been dabbling in that. And I've like been recognizing that I want this like relief kind of feeling and from that and just in general. Uh (laughs) So what is specifically is a relief? you want what is it that you don't want to feel that you want relief from um like overwhelm Mm, okay and I've been noticing like I'm pretty good at telling myself very useful stories Mm -hmm. and stories that keep me going and keep trying and all that stuff And recently my brain has been like, but just look at the facts. Like, and it's been, it's been interesting. It's been like, let's just look at it from a purely circumstantial and situation and it's all neutral. But then when you like, and and I broke it apart and I was like, oh, that's terrifying. And it, the metaphor that came to me was like walking out onto a frozen lake and having a panic attack. Because like all the facts kind of registered, like you were in the middle of freezing space and there's water beneath and da 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 and brain just going like ah too much too much too much. Mm. And what are the circumstances that you you have you think that about right now? Um, uh, lack of money in my account, being very far away from my husband. He's over there. I'm over here. Um, living in my mom's house, um, (laughs) like there was a whole bunch. I'm like, how did I get here? Why, why am I single parenting two kids with no job trying to make a business work? Ah, and like, just kind of fell apart there. Mm, Okay. So here's what I suggest. The ah feeling on the ice. It's not because you're in the middle of the lake with no, with standing on the ice, because that's just the fact. There's ice. We could say 
this ice is so thick and I'm totally held. Yeah. Yeah. Or we can say, oh my gosh, I'm having a panic attack because it might break and I'm far away from land. Yeah. So what the ice here is the amount of money in your bank account, the distance your husband is compared to where you are, like the distance between you two mm-hmm. and that you're living in your mother's house. Yes. So that's the ice. Right? Yes. So now what are you telling yourself that makes it terrifying? I guess like it sounds like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know what I'm doing. Ah, mm-hmm. There's a lot of screaming. Is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the sound my brain is making. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. What is that feeling when you tell yourself that? It's like this back and forth between like panicky and shame. Mm. Okay. Which one feels strongest to you? I think that I am leaning towards panic because I'm avoiding shame. Mm. Where's shame coming from? Um, under like the, the whole consuming edibles thing is like the shame of like, I really shouldn't like, like the only thing that I've got going on for why I don't want to do it is because I shouldn't. And because my husband would probably judge me and like shame of like, Oh, how could you go back to that? You were doing so good. And da, 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 da. And him being disappointed and then me feeling more shame. But I also want to just be like, I don't care, (laughs) but I do care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you want here? Because you could totally do it, right? It's all up to you. Yeah. Then we can hold space for husband's judgment. Yeah. But what do you want to do? I, (laughs) I want it to be okay with him. I want to Mm. that it's fine, but I also know that. I can't. And yeah. So probably, I mean, that sounds great, right? But it sounds like maybe that's not possible. So, like, now what? What do you want? We're just going to put husband over here for a bit. And then we're going to look at what do you want? How do you want to handle the current situation? I just want to be able to take a break, but I don't want it to have like a negative consequence. Mm. Okay. And here's what I hear. And tell me if this resonates. The reason why the edibles right now seems like such a good option and not (laughs) depending (laughs) on where you're at, right? Is because you want a relief from what's going on over here. Yes. And so you're just like, this is going to give me the relief. And so that's what you want, why you want it. And you can totally do that and get a bit of relief. What I'm curious about is, do you like your reason for this to be the relief or not? Oh, like my brain is going to like, you deserve it. You've been working so hard (laughs) and it's fine. And like, it's, I I feel very split on the matter. There's like the part of me that's like, no, we're committed to feeling all the feelings and doing all the things and working mm-hmm. and being stronger. And there's the other part of me that's like, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm so tired of doing that. I don't want to do that anymore. We've, we've been there. It's not fun. Can we please just have a break and very much being like, yes, yes, you can. This mm-hmm. is hard. 
So it's the break. Yeah. Okay. And so then, I mean, again, right? You can, oops, you can totally give yourself that break, if you will, that temporary is kind of like, let's have a cookie and feel good in a moment. Yeah. And then what happens when you, when you have done it? I go through all the reasons why I shouldn't have done it, Hmm. which isn't Mm -hmm. fun. So that's kind of part of the deal then, Yeah. which you could actually, what's available to you is like, no, I'm doing it and I'm owning it. Yeah. I've been trying that too, but then Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, but then owning it would be mean being honest about it with the husband and I don't want to do that part. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I can't, I don't want to fully own it either. Mm -hmm. I'm curious still of this relief thing. Yeah. Right. Because that's where you like, I just want to break. I deserve it. It's just like this heaviness is kind of what I'm sensing. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we go back to that panic a little bit, I don't know what I'm doing. And now you feel panic. Then what happens? What we do know circumstances, amount of money in the bank account, distance from husband living in mom's house yeah those are the circumstances like we're kind of bundle them up that's your life right now yeah and then I don't know what I'm doing you feel panic what do you do then from that feeling search for relief in the fastest way possible Mm -hmm. so it's coming from there too yeah that kind of like don't want to feel it yeah what else and there's this there's this like desire to drop into the moment and get out mm-hmm. of my head. Cause I'm very in my head all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to be up here so much. I just want to like, and I, I noticed that's kind of the effect that it has on me. And I'm like, and I could just connect with my kids. I can just chill. I can have a nice meal. It seems much better. Um, What's in the way of you dropping into your body? My brain. <laughs> I don't know. How is the brain in the way? I don't. Um, I don't have a good answer. Mm, interesting. What is the resistance to just dropping in? I'm guessing here that there is a resistance. I might be wrong. Um, I need to figure this out. Uh huh. Brain wants to keep working on the problem. My brain keeps coming up with like. No, 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 there's no time for any of that stuff. Uh-huh. So wait a second. So what we're looking at is like you're saying that your brain is going a lot up here, right? Mm-hmm. Like brains do. Yeah. <laughs> but you have a hard time to kind of just like drop into your body instead and just be and observe your body. It's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if this is going on over here, what then is in the way of you just dropping in? to your body brain is offering thoughts 60,000 a day and then you could just still drop into your body it's like because I've actually been on like super thick ice up in the arctic and everything and Mm -hmm. I know that feeling of like driving out onto it for the first time and being like what this is terrifying and then realizing like no no there's 12 feet of ice under you you're not going anywhere you would have to like drill a hole to get into the water if you actually wanted to get in there Mm -hmm. and I like I'm finding it hard to enjoy the solidness of what is right now it's like 
like my brain almost likes the story of panic. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. Why do you think? Because then maybe we have a good reason to get out of there. Ah, which is? I don't exactly know because I really have nowhere to go at the moment. Like, like I was also imagining it like a marathon, but like through a desert where there's no, like, you can't go to a hotel for the night. There's no, there's no option. It's either walk or like, there's, there's just no alternative. Uh Uh-huh. So, but if, so brain says, if I can just feel panic and hold on to that, that's going to help me to do what? Move faster through this season. Okay, and why do we have to move faster? Because we don't like being broke, living in mom's house far away. Ah, okay. So, feeling panic, let's put Uh it in the sea line for a bit. Right. Never do that, but let's just for this. Yeah. It's going to be playful. Thought, this is going to help me move faster. Yeah. What's the feeling then? This is going to help me move faster. Like adrenaline. Ah. Okay. Interesting. But it's like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Anxiety, adrenaline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do from that place? It's like very flustery, like flighty, mm-hmm. responsive kind of feeling. Yeah. And then what don't you do when you have that feeling of anxiety, adrenaline? I don't settle. Mm-hmm. What else are you not considering? Um, that it's safe here, that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So then you just keep moving. Yeah. Result, right? Yeah. And giving yourself the chance to just slow down yeah and drop into your body and feel it because when you feel that panic brain goes "Mm, this is going to help me move faster and then you feel get this and now we're dealing with panic and adrenaline anxiety on top of it and then Mm -hmm. you keep moving Mm -hmm. you're not like coffee 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 and then it's like, need to slow down, need to slow down. It's like, and then using that as like a break, like need to sleep, uh, calm, <laughs> and then repeat. Yes. I got myself into a bit of a cycle. Yes. And I'm also wondering if that's what you want the relief from. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Mm. And it's exhausting. You're just like, I'm tired. It's I'm very, tired like today I put the kids on the bus and I'm like, and sleeping now. <laughs> that makes sense because when you're in that state of panic your brain is like yeah let's keep going here because that's going to keep us moving forward and we need to get out of here it sounds like the story is yeah we have panic and the adrenaline and i'm even thinking that it might even be a physiological like drain going on not just the mental right but like adrenaline's like the adrenal glands and all the physiological stuff happening with that and now you're not giving yourself the chance to drop in just feel safe and not need any form of release because you're already giving it to yourself because when you feel that panic you make it mean that yeah this is going to have to move faster yeah 
what are you thinking right now? Like I've been doing a few things to kind of like help kind of drop in like quiet meditation, going for long walks. And my brain is like, need more, need, need more than that. Mm-hmm. Not enough. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a conflict I hear. Yeah. Like is that the panic one? And then it's like, oh, but I need the rest. But then it's the panic one. And then. Yeah. It's like, oh, we had a lovely walk. That was really good. Now we need to work really crazy because we just spent an hour walking. We don't have time to walk for an hour. Ah! Yeah. We're going to keep moving. Move faster. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Where it could be like, oh, you feel the panic come up after the walk. And you could be like, oh, there it is. Mm. I know that feeling. Let me just feel it for a moment. Mm. Right? Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Because one could even argue that by being in that kind of adrenaline cycle, panic cycle, it's actually eventually going to slow you down because you get tired, more tired, more tired. Yeah, definitely. And you need to fix releases over here. Yeah. Like, so you get distracted from what you want to create too, right? Yeah. So panic, there it is. Yeah. What do you want to think? I, about the panic? Mm -hmm. Still the circumstance. You feel the panic. You've rested a little bit. Now there's a panic. I want to, I want the action to be like, to pace myself. Mm, Okay. What would you have to feel then? Sea line, still panic. Um decisive mm-hmm. okay what would you have to be thinking then to feel decisive <laughs> My brain, don't panic don't panic don't panic let's try that on don't panic what's the feeling i'm i'm thinking of it like as a like a self-soothing kind of like it's okay like it's okay Mm-hmm. Okay. okay so let's yeah which is a different thought right it's yeah. okay yeah so if you turn like put on a coat it's okay versus don't panic my bet is that it's going to feel a little different those two yeah and it, I like I want to recognize like oh there's panic mm-hmm. it's okay it's okay yeah what's the feeling then it's okay it's it's like a coming back kind of feeling Mm. like what would we how would we label that coming back like centered centered Uh or grounded yeah okay centered my guess is that you would pace yourself from centered yeah what do you think yeah yeah like yeah. moving away from that, like ah, run to like, it's okay. Centered. We're okay. Breathing. Right. Pacing. Breathing. Yeah. Talk soothingly. If that's a word yes. to yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're going to make it okay. Yeah. Versus this is going to help me move faster. Mm. Anxiety, adrenaline, keep going. Lustry, flighty. Don't settle. Yeah. Don't consider that it's okay to even feel it Mm. versus I have the panic. It's okay. 
centered, slowing down, pacing yourself, breathing, talk like calmly to yourself. Yeah. Same feeling, right? Yeah. Completely different result. So um, how believable is that thought? It's okay. Scale one to 10. It's believable. I want to say it's like a seven. Mm-hmm. But it's doesn't seem, it doesn't seem, you know how Brooke talks about like, like the urges being really, really, really loud and the mm-hmm. fire alarms um, example that she's done. It's like the alarms are very, very loud and you've gotten the notification like, don't worry, this is a fire alarm. But mm-hmm. like the alarms are so painfully loud. It's like, yeah, I still want to leave the building. Like, I know there's no fire here, but this is uh-huh. still super uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think the like the the thought that's coming up is like we should still leave. Mm, okay. So that's good to know. What if we try to bridge thought here? Yeah. I'm not trying to by the way help you avoid the feeling of panic or resist it or anything. It's just that now you have a story about panic that you're using kind of against yourself, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we're doing here. I just want yes. to be clear that. Um, so it's possible that it's okay. I'm learning that it is okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think? My brain is trying to like figure out if it can be more believable mm-hmm. and the like, yeah, we should still go. Like it's possible. It's okay. And we should still go. <laughs> like, and we should still go because why? We, Because hmm. it's so loud. Mm, Hurting what? our ears. Like the panic still seems like my intellectually, I can see that the panic is not serving me. Like uh-huh. it's very clear. And yet, I don't know. My brain does not want to embrace mm-hmm. the like it's okay thought mm-hmm. possible it's okay and I mean to a certain extent it's probably good because when you feel panic sometimes you might want to act right yeah there is a bear standing right in front of me panic act. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it just sounds so it makes sense that you have some resistance around it it's just that in your case with this panic it's coming from the thought I don't know what I'm doing mm. So that's what's causing the panic here. And your brain is just like, there's a bear in front of me. It sounds like. Right. Yeah. 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 So let's just explore a little bit. What is the rush? What is it that we're running from? Because that's part of this whole thing, right? Yeah. You said like, because that was the thought, this is going to help me move faster. Why do we have to move faster? What are we running from? Scarcity, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Towards like abundance, I guess. Okay. Like over there in the future, I've got Uh it figured out and my husband and I are reunited and we're all doing good and Uh it's better over there. And right here, 
this is hard. Ah. And we should hurry up and get over there soon. So we can feel better. Yes. Good to know. Because how does that work? That abundance would happen when the circumstance change? Yeah. (laughs) My brain is very like, no, no. You are in a desert and there is nothing. And over there, there is a buffet. Let's get to the buffet. The buffet will definitely make you feel better. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it could be easier to have thoughts about the buffet versus the desert. Yes. So there is that. Yes. But then we also know the model. Yes. My brain's not very happy. My brain's like, no, no, no. Buffet, definitely more abundant than desert. Yeah. But now you are in the desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the dessert is, the dessert table isn't like right here. Yeah. Like. And that's why my brain keeps going to like, run, run towards the, pan, the buffet. We can get out of here faster. Yeah. So that we can feel better. Yeah. Hey, brain. We'll just like run all day on coffee. And then since you have to sleep, recognize we have to sleep. So we'll just have a little bit of edibles in the middle. And then we can run all day again tomorrow and we'll yeah. get there fast right and how does running get you there faster how does that spin cycle of the panic and anxiety and all the things get you to abundance faster it's like we're gonna do the hundred fails this month Mm. go 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 okay so and the hundred fails could be fueled by panic and anxiety or it could be fueled by a different feeling yeah how does that like so how does panic help you create that result uh we just put the foot on the gas and fail all over the place from the feeling of panic like what are the other options um in the past i have definitely failed from like determination Mm. And, but that also got kind of exhausting because then it was very like muscly, like we're just going to be determined. Mm-hmm. And I didn't totally. particularly like that one either. Okay. And I, my goal, which I think would be lovely is a very empowered. <laughs> empowered. Let's try yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. Because you know the model and all the things. Yeah. And you coach too. I said, I yeah, take yeah. it, right? 100K, yeah. And so you know that, um, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> that the feeling is going to fuel your actions. Yes. Okay. So let's just try empowered in the feeling line for a bit. So the result is like your intentional model over here, our line, like create like the amount of money, it sounds like primarily is what you want. Mm-hmm. And then but if we look at the money, that's the yeah. R line over here. Yeah. And then we have the panic model, right? Rush, yeah. rush, rush, all the things over here. And then we have the empower model over here. And then we have the R line, same R line, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. What do you think you would do differently from the empowerment model versus the panic one in the action line? I totally hear what you're saying, but can I tell you what my brain immediately goes to? My brain is like, we know that the empowered one is more sustainable and 
healthier and lovely, but then we also have to surrender and like embrace that it's going to take as long as it takes. And we just going <laughs> to, and my brain is like, you could cheat with the adrenaline because then you just go, 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 and we'll get there faster. And then we'll figure it all out. We can fix it later. Wait, wait, how does that work? That we're cheating with adrenaline? Yeah, we'll just get more done and we won't have to, we'll, we'll just like plow through and there will be consequences, but we can fix that later once we have the 100K because we can fix, it'll be easier to fix the consequences once we have the 100K. Because why? <laughs> I don't know. That's just what my brain's up to. Uh, yeah. This is fascinating, right? Just like the mm. adrenaline is the way to go. It's brain seems quite determined on it. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to play that. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's yeah. It's almost like I can just sense that kind of fight or flight again a little bit. Yeah. Like that yeah. Panic kicking in. Right? Yeah. That's the, the rush it's story. Like, it's kind of, I guess it's my wubby. <laughs> like no no don't take away my adrenaline I need it I need my adrenaline I need the panic so that so that we can get there it's almost like I'm I guess I can see that I'm having a hard time believing that we're gonna get there with empowered ah uh, why it seems so soft and nice I feel like I guess my brain wants to make it harder or like tooth and naily. Mm-hmm. So, so adrenaline means speed, and empowerment does not. Is that what we're looking at here? I guess so. Yeah, that's what my brain has made it mean. Mm. I'm still confused. <laughs> <laughs> how how does that work? If we run off of panic and adrenaline, why is that? faster than running from empowerment because we know what happens right panic like spinning looking for release exhaustion all the things needing to rest here and there like that's what we have seen happens from adrenaline and panic yeah not focus like all the things yeah so i'm just like how how does it work that that would make you get there faster than let's say empowered then Clearly it does not. Oh. Yeah. So interesting, right? Let's just like sit with that for a moment. I guess it's like telling myself the truth of like, this does not work. Mm-hmm. And maybe that kind of goes along with the like, the feeling, the panic, and it's okay, but also being very like, this does not work. Mm-hmm. My brain is very like, it's going to help, I promise. No, yeah. it does not work, actually. And I'm also wondering. Right. And I'm also wondering how much of this has to do with not accepting where you are. Mm, yeah, definitely. Because you're rushing away from where you are to try and feel better over here, which we know doesn't work. Yeah. What happened if you just accept where you are? 
and just really drop into that. So this is where I'm at right now. What comes up when I say that? Lonely. Mm -hmm. How do you feel in your body right now? Sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if we sit with those feelings? Yeah. Let yourself feel those feelings. You don't have to rush away. Yeah. Where do you feel it in your body right now? In my stomach, in my throat. Yeah. See how you totally dropped in just based on one question. You could totally drop into that right away. You know exactly how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to just close your eyes and just feel it for a little bit? Or do you want to see? Yeah. Yeah. We only have a couple of minutes. I keep an eye on the clock. Okay. Feel it in your stomach, in your chest. Where is it strongest? I think right at the top of my stomach. Okay, let's go there. How would you describe it? I just miss him. And yeah. it's miss husband. Yeah, it's just hard. Mm -hmm. What is the sensation in that area? Uh, like a very sinky kind of puddly feeling. Mm, sinky, puddly. Yeah. What's the size of it? Um, deep. Deep. It's like a pool, like a small, deep pool. Mm hmm. What's the temperature? Not bad, like bittersweet, kind of. It's a. There's like something nice about it, but also something very like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think you have your eyes open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to have you open your eyes. And if you want, you can just like hang up on this call and then continue to really let yourself feel that. Yeah. Uh, or you can come back to it later. But I think that that might be really helpful for you to kind of just drop into it and let yourself feel it because it okay. sounds like you're just trying to avoid it. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You take care. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so that was really hard to share, mainly because I've, I've got some fear and reservations and shame about how you will receive that. Um, I'm afraid it's too personal, too raw, too shameful in that like I'm admitting that I am struggling sometimes with sobriety in all areas of my life. I feel like I'm doing a good job, but you know, there's still... There's still times when I feel tempted and when I do indulge in temptation and I'm scared that some of you will hear that and judge and unsubscribe. And I know that a lot of you are going to hear that and be grateful that I was able to share that part of myself. And if I'm capable of 
showing up and being honest about the things that I still struggle with, then that gives you the freedom to do the same. I don't, I don't ever want to sit over here and act like I've got it all figured out. I don't. I am relying on Jesus every step of the way. And I know that you are too. And being human means we still struggle and we're still scared and we come up short and we panic. And I, and we have blind spots. We have places in ourselves that we can't see. I never, it was really hard to recognize for myself that there was so much loneliness hiding underneath all of that. And if it wasn't for the help of my coach, I might not have got there. I might have stayed in that panic. I hope that you will hear this and know that no matter how much coaching you do, no matter how much work you do on yourself, you're still going to be human on the other side. There isn't a point at which we become perfect, not on this side of heaven. So that's where I'm at. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to continue to allow those urges. I am going to recommit to my journey of not indulging in these kinds of things or at least doing it in a way that is able to release the shame as well and I'm figuring it out and I know that you are as well um so there you have it I hope that you find this useful as always and I look forward to coming back next week with more help and more love and more encouragement. And I hope I'll see you there. Until then, God bless you.